Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And this week I wanted to talk a little bit about how things are beginning to green up. You know, we had a thunderstorm with some lightning last week, and that, as you saw, kind of jump-started the lawn and turned them green just about overnight. It's going to be a while before you need to mow, but it's a strong indicator that spring is finally on its way. Uh, next up and out of the ground, we would typically begin to see our early spring bulbs and maybe the first signs of maybe our perennials and any ephemerals if we planted those. Bulbs and ephemerals and perennials are all pretty smart. Uh, bulbs uh, show up with just a little bit of foliage, of course, just in poking through the soil surface, and that's uh, in case of an unexpected freeze and it leaves extra foliage and especially the flower bud well in the soil and that protects it from that freeze that'll show up later on unharmed and you'll get to enjoy them then. Uh, and even if we did get a snow or a, a tender frost on those flowers, they seem to have a bit of uh, antifreeze, if you will, and, and survive that experience uh, quite well. I mentioned ephemerals and perennials. They have the similar kind of habit as our bulb. They'll also be testing out the weather, and they usually will push out just a bit of foliage. And in the case of our perennials and ephemerals, uh, that has a couple purposes. One, very similar to what the bulbs do. Uh, if it got really cold, you've only lost a bit of foliage and no harm to the uh, flower structure. And the other thing that they seem to do quite well is they tolerate that early rabbit feeding uh, where the rabbit might come in and, and nibble and taste, and, and yet the majority of our perennial plant and ephemerals are still underground and uh, wait their turn before they come on up and continue to grow so the rabbits don't get to devour the whole plant all at once. So that's another habit or another cultural situation that we run into every year. If you think about what's coming next, usually if you think about continuing in size, some of our shrubs are, flowering shrubs are going to be next. We have a very early bloomer, alpine currant, yet the flower is such a pale green and it comes out with the leaves. Most of us don't even notice that it's actually in bloom. But most of our other shrubs um, will have some bud swell going on. And again, that just is really signaling the growth that has a, that is about to begin here for 2020. If you're looking for flower buds, um, only those shrubs that really put the flower bud on the summer before are going to be there. Their flower buds are usually fatter, thicker than our foliage buds, which are usually located either side of the flower bud or farther down on the stem. Some of our earliest bloomers are likely going to be our lilacs and forsythia and nearly all of, all of our uh, viburnums. And if you wanted to take a moment and think about how to enjoy your blooms twice this year, if you do any dormant pruning on any of your flowering shrubs or a, or a fruit tree and you're removing some of those flower buds, you might think about bringing them in the house, uh, warming them up, getting them to bloom in the house, and then that's ahead of what's going to happen outside naturally when the time is right uh, for spring outside. Any of those shrubs that are going to bloom later on in the summer, those flower buds aren't there right now. So bringing those into force, all you'll get is leaves. So many of our summer flowering uh, shrubs uh, create their flowers on current year wood. So um, unless you want the greenery in that vase, uh, there's no point in bringing those into force. 
if you think about shrubs and flowering shrubs, you could kind of look up a little higher in your yard and you can uh, see the blooms and the flower structures happening on our flowering crab apples and other, and other uh, ornamental uh, sized trees. So that's something that's going on. I talked about the idea that some shrubs uh, bloom on current year wood and there you can think about spireas um, they will grow first and then put on their bloom so you have lots of choices in your yard to pick from when you're thinking about pruning and taking something inside to force but this is just giving you an idea of of the the, I guess the order of bloom as Mother Nature creates our spring for us. That's why we have a season of bloom and it doesn't happen all at once. So you have uh, an opportunity to enjoy your spring over many, many weeks if you want. In the perennial beds, this is why they suggest that as you design your bed, you think about uh, plants that bloom over, over a period of weeks so you don't go from green to color to green again and that's all you have for the rest of the season. Uh, you want to have mums that bloom over a period of time in the fall. You want uh, iris and daylilies and, and uh, other uh, other perennials that bloom over a series of weeks at differing times, so that so that you get to enjoy the bloom. And it's um, not a not there. And there's nothing wrong with recognizing that in your perennial beds you have a, a field. Um, of bloom for a period and things might go green before they uh, have color again. Well, the, during that green part, if you've put in some annuals uh, to provide some color when your perennials aren't performing as you hoped, um, this is one good way to do it. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's always a privilege and I'll be back again soon.